Good evening. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not be afraid. And though there rise up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing I have asked of the Lord, and that alone I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to seek his will in his temple. For in the day of trouble he shall hide me in his shelter, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me high upon a rock. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation, with great gladness. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, let us pray with one heart and mind. As our evening prayer rises before you, O God, so may your mercy come down upon us to cleanse our hearts and set us free to sing your praise, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 45 Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. My heart is astir with gracious words, as I make my song for the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are the fairest of men, full of grace are your lips, for God has blessed you for ever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O mighty one. Gird on your majesty and glory. Ride on and prosper in the cause of truth. And for the sake of humility and righteousness. Your right hand will teach you terrible things. Your arrows will be sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, so that the peoples fall beneath you. Your throne is God's throne forever. The sceptre of your kingdom is the sceptre of righteousness. You love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments are fragrant with myrrh, aloes and cassia. From ivory palaces the music of strings makes you glad. King's daughters are among your honourable women. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of a fear. Hear, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your own people and your father's house. So shall the king have pleasure in your beauty. He is your lord, so do him honour. The people of Tyre shall bring you gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favour. The king's daughter is all glorious within. 
Her clothing is embroidered cloth of gold. She shall be brought to the king in raiment of needlework. After her the virgins that are her companions. With joy and gladness shall they be brought, and enter into the palace of the king. Instead of your fathers you shall have sons, whom you shall make princes over all the land. I will make your name to be remembered through all the generations. Therefore shall the peoples praise you for ever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Behold our Defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. Lord our God, bring your bride, your holy church, with joy to the marriage feast of heaven, and unite us with your anointed Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 46 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains tremble in the heart of the sea, though the waters rage and swell, and though the mountains quake at the towering seas. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place of the dwelling of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, therefore shall she not be removed. God shall help her at the break of day. The nations are in uproar and the kingdoms are shaken, but God utters his voice and the earth shall melt away. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come and behold the works of the Lord, what destruction he has wrought upon the earth. He makes wars to cease in all the world. He shatters the bow and snaps the spear, and burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. God of Jacob, when the earth shakes, and the nations are in uproar, speak, and let the storm be still. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. first lesson is written in the book of Genesis, the 35th chapter, beginning at the first verse. God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and settle there. Make an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household, and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your clothes, then come, let us go up to Bethel, that I may make an altar there to the God who answered me in the day of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods that they had, and the rings that were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak that was near Shechem. As they journeyed, a terror from God fell upon the cities all around them, so that no one pursued them. Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan and all the people who were with him. And there he built an altar and called the place El Bethel, 
because it was there that God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. And Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried under an oak below Bethel, so it was called Alon Bakuth. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram, and he blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, no longer shall you be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he was called Israel. God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply, a nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall spring from you. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac I will give to you, and I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had spoken with him. Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. So Jacob called the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel. Then they journeyed from Bethel, and when they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel was in childbirth, and she had a difficult labour. When she was in her difficult labour, the midwife said to her, Do not be afraid, for now you will have another son. As her soul was departing, or she died, she named him Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died, and she was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar at her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's tomb, which is there to this day. Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Edah. While Israel lived in that land, Reuben went and lay with Bilah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's maid, Dan, and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's maid, Gad, and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Padam Aram. Jacob came to his father, Isaac, at Mamre, at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had resided as aliens. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. And Isaac breathed his last. He died and was gathered to his people, old and full of days. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Here ends the first lesson. God's love was revealed among us so that we might live through Jesus. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone who knows, who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was revealed among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us, and sent his Son to be the expiation for our sins. 
Beloved, since God loved us so much, we ought also to love one another. For if we love one another, God abides in us, and God's love will be perfected in us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. God's love was revealed among us, so that we might live through Jesus. The second lesson is written in the letter to Philemon. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and co-worker, to Aphia, our sister, to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. When I remember you in my prayers, I always thank my God, because I hear of your love for all the saints and your faith towards the Lord Jesus. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective when you perceive all the good that we may do for Christ. I have indeed received much joy and encouragement from your love, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, my brother. For this reason, though I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do your duty, yet I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. And I, Paul, do this as an old man, as now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you for my child, Onesimus, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful both to you and me. I am sending him, that is my own heart, back to you. I wanted to keep him with me so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I preferred to do nothing without your consent, in order that your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this is the reason he was separated from you for a while, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but as more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will repay it. I say nothing about you owing me, even your I say nothing about your owing me even your own self. Yes, brother, let me have this benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I am writing to you knowing that you will do even more than I say. One thing more prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping through your prayers to be restored to you. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends greetings to you, and so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Here ends the second lesson. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other, that glory may dwell in our land. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, as glory may dwell in our land. You have looked with favour on your lowly servant. From this day all generations will call her blessed. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. He has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him, from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, and has scattered the proud in their conceit. Casting down the mighty from their thrones, and lifting up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, to remember his promise of mercy. The promise made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. It was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. You have looked with favour on your lowly servant. From this day all generations will call her blessed. So we bring our prayers to our Heavenly Father through the Son in the power of the Spirit. And as is our custom, let us pray in the stillness of our hearts or aloud on our lips, in our own homes, as the Spirit may move us. Let us pray. Almighty Father, whose Son was revealed in majesty, before he suffered death upon the cross, give us grace to perceive his glory, that we may be strengthened to suffer with him, 
and be changed into his likeness, from glory to glory, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.